Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Harry to his Megan, Michael Howard. Oh, hello. Hello, governor. Hello, princess Cheerio. of Sussex. Yeah. Mountbatten. That's a thing. Mm. She, so what if she's the Duchess of Sussex? Is that what it is? Yeah, they're the, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, which is, that's a mouthful, but. Yeah. Um, cool. I guess. Good work if you can get it. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, uh, Michael, how, how was your... Did you watch the Royal Wedding? Did you did you, did you tear up when, when Harry teared up? Uh, I didn't watch the Royal Wedding because um, I Heard don't all get about up, it. I don't get up early for anything, but I did wake up and, and check the Twitters and saw some of the, the outfits and the fascinators, which mm-hmm. I learned is what they call the fancy hats. Right, they're not but, just for the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, but I don't know why they're called the Fascinators, and um, no one, no one could tell me because they fascinate you when you look at them. <laughs> also, the Fascinators would be a pretty great name of something. I'm shocked it's not like an English punk band. Mm. Like just come we right out of start Cardiff. That. Yeah, I don't know if we have the necessary uh, linguistic abilities. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I don't think we can do that one because the accents that we just did very bad. <laughs> If I Harry. Can say that. Hello. Hello, Eddie. You sound like you're from London. <laughs> Just I'm trying to do like a weird Michael Caine crossed with like Russell Crowe, who isn't even English. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> Michael Caine talks Michael, like this. Michael Caine talks like it's this. It's from the back of the throat. Well, Michael, um, do you would you like to know my favorite story from the uh, royal wedding? Um it's not David Beckham smiling at the southern, the fiery Southern Baptist preacher, while everyone else just looked kind of confused. Man, I would. Somebody pointed out that like they would not invite someone that good looking to their wedding because mm-hmm. like you lose, doesn't matter whatever right. you've done. He outshines the bride no matter yeah. where he goes. For sure, yeah. And even if he didn't try, you he's know? there just by showing up. Sorry, but I mean that so- was my favorite part. <laughs> but you know what? At least uh, not to it's not to actually yeah to quote Deadpool. At least like Beckham has like a flaw. Like he sounds like he malsexed a can of helium. Like you know, <laughs> it's like he, he's not perfect, which is nice. That like is so, true. even if you look over and see that radiant angel sitting in the pew, you can be at least be like, well, he sounds like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, you can you can be like. Hey, David, tell me something. And then he'll start talking and be like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, shut there up, we David. Go. Shut up, you pure, perfect, beautiful <laughs> angel. <laughs> well, Michael, my favorite story from this week weekend was, um, would you care to guess how the reception and the after party chose to celebrate uh, Meghan Markle's American heritage as as far as like tradition and fun times go at the reception yeah man so i had I, I was thinking about this like what is a royal wedding reception like like it could either be the most boring prim and proper bullshit ever or it could or be like david beckham's there and shit gets wild right and then it's just a fucking party or maybe it's just like a small little prim thing and then like all of the adults you know leave and by adults i mean like the queen and like that level, you know. Well, I mean, so at one point, George Clooney was there. Idris Elba took over the DJ booth. Mm. Elton John was banging on a piano. So, like, not not a not bumping party. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. Which you got to wonder where there are different zones. Was it like Disneyland where you have like different lands to go to? Um, <laughs> drink around the world. Yeah. Well, speaking of drinking around the world, the American station, they decided to play beer pong. Oh. To celebrate her American university heritage. You know, if you're going, if you're going for a drinking game, you could do worse. Yep. Yeah. Especially I mean, I, I've never played beer pong at a wedding, but now I don't know why I haven't. I think it's because they frown upon you bringing like solo cups into the nice wedding venues and then they don't want you to play with their glasses, maybe. Yeah, I mean, they won't even give me shots, so, <laughs> so you I have guess. to down Tom Collins. Yeah. <laughs> I have to prove who I am to, to dumb idiot bartenders. Who um who do you think who do you think brought up the beer pong? I bet it was like I bet it you know what it's probably the queen. She's like, we should do something for Megan to feel comfortable in her. She's a stranger in a strange land. You know, we should bring a tradition from home. So she knows so she knows that we looked into American drinking culture and we found like what the one thing they're good at throwing little balls in cups. <laughs> yeah, I would say the only other thing I can think would be like bags or cornhole. But I guess there's yeah. there's not really drinking involved in the actual game of that other than you holding the drink. Right. That's the other, like, because I'm trying to think of, like, tailgate games now. Slap the bag would be pretty fun. Yeah. Not necessarily the most wedding-friendly drinking game, but because <laughs> you have to bring bags of wine. Um, not great. Well, Michael, if you were playing beer pong at the royal wedding, who would who would you least like to see step, step up across the table from you? Ooh. And think it, through the entirety of the royal wedding. Uh, who, might in, who might be invited? Okay, well... I'm trying to think of who might be good at it, like, who just drinks all the time. I mean, maybe the people from Suits. <laughs> just the, yeah, okay, just the cast of Suits. I'm just saying, like, the, the two guys I saw, they looked pretty douchey, like, they would have been in a, a frat playing beer pong. Do you think David Blaine made the cut? Oh, my God, yeah, I would definitely not want to play Because, like, what if David he just Blaine. didn't even move his hands, and then you're like, David, shoot, he's like, look in your cups. And they're just ten. Ten, ball, yeah. 10 balls in the cups. Like, shit, David. Fuck and then you, David he, And Blaine. then you look up at him and you yell at him. And he goes, look again. And you look down. And it's, it's just... just hearts. <laughs> it's, just, it's just all cans of beer. <laughs> Damn it, David Blaine. Uh, I mean, David Beckham. David Beckham. Only if he, if, like, if he could play with his feet. Well, I assume he would. He would just kick yeah. it into... Okay, well, you're, I think you're on the right track for where I'm going. Okay. Would you care to guess who put on a clinic, a beer pong clinic, at this wedding? Okay, we've talked me. about her before on this show. <gasps> was it was it Miss Serena? It was Miss Serena Williams. Oh man, wearing tennis shoes under her dress and just putting on a beer pong <laughs> clinic and just destroying everybody. When does she have time to learn how to play beer pong though? Because she's been a like tennis prodigy since she was like six. They did say she played beer pong like it was tennis. So I don't know if that includes she brought a racket and was just zinging them like 100 miles an hour at the cups and just blowing them up. That might be a pretty good way to win beer pong, really. She's like one of those guys that always has a pool cue on him, just in case. Just, oh, no, no big deal. Oh, I got this go. racket. It's a beer. So were they playing? Oh, man. Uh, here's the question though were they actually playing like beer pong where you throw it into the cups or were they playing the game where you have the beer they were not playing bear root yeah it was it was american style beer pong okay so it was actually throwing yes okay i would say yeah if if it was some kind of ping pong related game 
she's destroying. I don't know knows. Did they have a bracket like we did at camp out? Just like 64 drunk idiots just waiting their turn. And then just at the end of the night, you're just obliterated throwing balls into cups at 40 mile an hour wind. Um, I hope so. I hope there was a tournament. Yeah. Tournament style. Like, would you make Harry and, and Megan play on the same team? Is that how you want to start off a, a marriage? I think you have to. They're a team now. They're one body, one soul, one heartbeat. <laughs> hey, what if Harry, Harry and, and Philip for, or not Philip, uh, William for. Oh, old time's sake. Yeah, that might have to be. Do you think they've ever played beer pong? I bet Harry has. William probably never played beer pong in his life. Yeah, do you think Harry had to go to America to play it, or do you think they played it in the in the army? I feel like they would have played it in the army. I don't know if you just get like drinking game nights in the army. I'm sure you do, especially if you're the prince. Yeah, I guess you kind of get to do what you want <laughs> at a certain level. They have like the equivalent of shore leave. I don't know what they call it in the in the army. You know, <laughs> land leave. Land- <laughs> You just get to go party on the ocean. You switch places. <laughs> well, you get on the boat, and it it turns into a cruise ship. It's actually a carnival cruise line when it's not a uh, a navy vessel. Mm, Diarrhea City. Thanks, mm. Army boys. Have fun. They have a rock wall though, so there you go. <laughs> Pretty good. Well, Michael, what else you got for me this week? Um, no, I got nothing. <laughs> nailing, nailing that segue. <laughs> yep. Speaking of cheese, uh huh. Did we? Did we? Did we talk about cheese? Not necessarily, but I like where your head's at. So Speak- get on it. <laughs> Speaking of fancy things uh-huh. that you might have at a wedding, a royal wedding, um, apparently there's a new trend called breeing. Uh huh. Um, oh, I do have to. Are you implying that brie is kind of the the fancy kind of cheese they would serve at the royal wedding? I mean, not like, normal brie, but like triple cream brie. I bet, like <laughs> the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. They, no, they probably have like sextuple cream. Oh, so something. many creams. Yeah. Creams you don't even know about. Yeah. Cream. New cream dimensions that scientists yet to discover. <laughs> so if I told you there was a, a trend called breeing, which is brie, cheese, ing, and it's related to cheese and not Allison Brie. Um, okay, sure. What, 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 where would your mind go with that? What do you think people are doing with this brie? Um... I would say trying to eat an entire wheel of brie in one go. Can you brie Im- challenge? Can you imagine? Uh, no. Do you think That's, you could, do you think anyone could do that for real though? Yeah, hundred percent. Someone, some big boy could. <laughs> a wheel of so, cheese is like several hundred pounds of cheese. No, though. I meant like one of the ones you get from the the grocery store, like the Publix. Just, oh, yeah, just okay. like you know a five inch. Okay. Yeah, just, I mean, still a hefty mouthful. That's a lot of cheese. Do you have to eat the skin? Yeah, rind and everything. Just a Billy Big Mouth Bass coming down. Are you supposed to eat the rind? I never know. It tastes weird. Um, You can, I think. It's not. I I usually scrape it off. Okay. Um, It's not that. It's far, far worse than that. So, have you ever given your dog a pill? I'm sure you have. Yeah. Do you do you? Wrap my dog in- is a walking cesspool of disease and illness. Yeah, I've so given I, my dog. I use peanut butter, but I, sometimes I'll use cheese. That seems mm-hmm. to be a, a big a big favorite among dog owners. Well, yeah. these middle aged women are taking kind of that idea, but instead of you know putting their medicine into cheese to eat it, it's MDMA. Okay, so just just party times yeah. with the brie. Apparently, um, just. Grown ass women decided that uh, 
their friends and them were a little bit they they weren't opening up enough, and so they decided to have um an MDMA party. And instead of okay. just taking the MDMA, they basically shoved it into a wheel of brie like it's some co- kind of uh I don't know like like it's M&M like the baby in the king cake or something. <laughs> It's like the baby in the king cake. You, you don't want to. I guess it's even like taking like like the tea with the mushrooms in it. Mm-hmm. So just so you don't really like think about it too much. Like you know you're getting MDMA, but it's it's in there. Don't worry about you, you it. You do the tea for the mushrooms though, because mushrooms are taste Bad. terrible. Like these are just yeah. pills. That's just kind of weird. Like I know that these people have taken pills before. Right. Is it just because you don't want to say you've taken MDMA? You're just like. Oh, I'm just, we're having a brie party. Now, I'm concerned that, like, do they just shove it, like, randomly into the wheel of brie and then cut slices off and then the ladies just went to town on this bad boy? And then, like, maybe you got a pill and maybe you didn't? It doesn't say how how they dispersed it. Okay. It just says that it was crammed into pieces of brie. So I don't know I- if they're doing it themselves. It just seems like ecstasy roulette in cheese. Like, I don't know. You might get get six. You could get six. You could get none. I love this. So I found a quote. Our friend had been given a gram of MDMA by her daughter, which is wild. And we had no idea how to take it, though. Sorry. We had no idea how to take it. As though some of us had done coke before, we had not taken MDMA. It's like, and your first thought was to shove it into cheese. Okay, so it's not pills. It's actually like the powdered form of MDMA. It's powder. So, phoned my son, who told us not to sniff it, but to swallow it. So we wrapped some of the powder in a cigarette paper and put it in brie and then each took some. Okay, that is such a fucking middle class white person thing to do. Like, yeah. just mix it into like water, or tea, or some shit. Or Who like, just has brie laying around, ready to like be MDMA'd? Well, a, a year later, and I've been invited to quote brie parties, and people seem to think it was all grand design, but I assure you, it was not. It's such a middle class way to take drugs that is probably why it's taken off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. See, I would have called it MBMA. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is wine and cheese not enough for you to open up and talk about your feelings? Apparently not. Because I feel like that just that does a trick for me. But do you think it's a weeknight activity for these ladies? I mean, she says fifty-year-old self-described businesswoman. So maybe if you work from home, it could be a weeknight activity. Uh. So I still felt incredibly sad on the Tuesday night after taking it at the weekend. I will never be doing it again. <laughs> she did call it uh, taking ease and cheese, <laughs> which is pretty good. Okay. Okay. So is this a trend or just like a knitting circle of like 10, 10 people just meeting on the on the weeklies? Well, it, it sounded like it started as just this woman and her friends, but then she's been invited to other parties hosted by others. It's kind of spreading, I guess. So, like, she had it with a group of friends, and then one of those friends kind of did it with a group, different group of friends, and then... Sure. Uh, you know, it's taken over the world now, I assume. F- force multiple. Or at least Lon- <laughs> London. I One question for, on, on the Reddit thread. Why the fuck would you ruin perfectly good cheese with the horribly bitter taste of MDMA? Put that shit in a gel cap and eat the cheese while you wait for the come up. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Or you just... You just take it on your finger and put it in your mouth and then drink some water like, you know, a grown up. Yeah, I don't I don't know how how this I don't know how drug works. So um, (laughs) 
soft cheeses or like yogurt seems fine. Yeah, I don't know. Like, here's the thing. Brie, I don't think triple cream brie stays good that long. No. So in order to just, oh, we didn't know what to do with it. So we put it in this brie. Like, you had to have brie just laying around. I mean, I assume if like if you were having you're getting the gals to come over, maybe for a drug night just to <laughs> tell, share your feelings, you probably want you know some hors d'oeuvres lying around, and do then not you bring come up. Brie, do not bring Brie to a a drug night. Well, That's such a bad cheese for that. Maybe they just didn't know, and you know, ever like Carol thought she was having a little Chardonnay, and then Megan's over there, and like, hey, so my daughter gave me a gram of ecstasy powder. How about I sprinkle it on your cheese? How much is a gram? How about a paper clip's worth? <laughs> By weight? <laughs> I'm just curious, like, how, how much they had between them. And you, I wonder if it was, like, one of those things where you just, uh, like, they split it too fine and actually no one got high and they were right. just rubbing up on each other anyways. Dear Google, how much is a gram of ecstasy? Hmm... Hmm. So apparently a gram is about 10 doses. Okay. So, okay. So also she said her daughter gave her the, just out of the clear blue or did she like catch her with it and was like, again, she probably was like, Hey, how can I spice up the, the book club? (laughs) And anything like, I don't know, edibles or just straight to straight to just straight to the, the Molly. I like that she got it from her daughter, but then called her son for advice on how to take the powder. That's pretty sexist right there. Yeah. But also, I don't, I'm not that close with my parents. <laughs> Even if my, if my parents were that cool, like, I don't think, like, they would go to each of, like, my siblings and be like, okay, how do I do this one? Couldn't, couldn't get a hold of your sis. Um, how do, how do drug work? I could definitely. I could definitely see your dad coming into ecstasy somehow. Because oh yeah, just and like then by just, accident. And then, but the thing is, is that the story, the the non stories I've heard about your dad make me think he's probably done ecstasy, so he wouldn't have to ask you. My dad's very straight edge, but like I feel like back in the day, he probably just like accidentally did just a. <laughs> Just a ton of drugs, just accidentally. <laughs> you know how you do. Um, he just ate a, a wheel of cheese one time, and it was just chock a block full of, of MDMA. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that um, at some point he'll tell your sister about it. I can't wait to hear through the grapevine. Yeah, that's one thing. Apparently, they've just started telling her things, just like weird life stories, and she just kind of sits on them. It's really, uh, <laughs> it's a real bummer. One one day we're just gonna have to have a very special all cushing episode where she just goes through the stories man that'll be the day because i i want to know all of them also mm-hmm. all right um michael would you care to guess what volkswagen's greatest selling product is the beetle nope is it a car <laughs> nope <laughs> is it uh it's pork sausage <laughs> I was gonna say the software to get around the fuel gas. <laughs> no, but it's not a. It's not trade wait, secrets. Wait, wait, to, uh, wait, wait. So Volkswagen sells pork sausage. Uh, Curryverse, to be specific. Huh. They they sold six point eight million Curryverse in twenty seventeen, which is more than the number of cars it manufactured in the same time frame. 
Okay, and the sausage it... even has its own Volkswagen part number. Wait, so okay, so it's not even like a it's not even just a, from a company that is owned by Volkswagen. It's like actual Volkswagen branded. It get, gets made at their, their Wolfsburg plant, um, and they have a team of 30 mostly butchers that oversees the process that accepts pork and makes sausage. This is bonkers. Wait, they they produce food in the same factory that they mm-hmm. produce cars in? Yep. Is that what gives it its special flavor? Yeah. That, well, they pipe all the extra exhaust that they don't tell the computer about <laughs> uh, right into the pork. So, you know, it's you get that really earthy flavor, some metallic tang to it. It's nice. I told you about the um, the Vienna beef sausage factory here, didn't I? No. So they moved it from one location to another, and when they started making the sausages, they were doing it the exact same way, but they weren't like Vienna sausages are supposed to come out like reds, like red hots. You know, they kind of look red, right. with the, and they just weren't getting the color and texture. So they did this whole thing, and and it turns out that in the old factory, because they didn't have enough room. When it went from one room to the next, it basically guy pushed it all the way back through the factory to go to another room to do something else. Okay. And as soon as they added that step back in, it worked again. They like recreated like the air conditions and stuff. Uh, Interesting. Because apparently, because it was walked, it like the way it cooled and kind of absorbed stuff as it was going back through the factory, it, like changed the flavor of Vienna beef sausages. That's weird, right? Isn't that crazy? Damn it, science. Why are you so cool? So, it would make sense that they have a very special flavor coming out of their sausage. Because it's mm-hmm. got all that, that diesel exhaust. It's got, you know, robots. It's got uh, oils. You know, all the good stuff that you need for a good sausage. They also make a vegetarian variant. A vegetarian variant. What's inside of it? I don't know. It doesn't say for that one. Because mm. they they didn't really care. No, no article I've seen has really cared about it. But um, did you see this yeah. thing where the they this company claims that they created a vegan steak that almost tastes like a regular steak? Like I've for seen real? a lot of those around here. Like uh, there was a food truck going around Atlanta with like the Impossible Burger. Mm-hmm. I think it's like beets and stuff that like apparently tasted very good. I didn't try it. I wanted to just because to... I read an article too. Like I think France is putting like a. They're like banning the use of words like vegan steak or (laughs) like vegetarian burger. I'm just like, are you fucking who gives a shit? Like, why? The French are very, very up on their they like they're very particular about their names. Right. They got the champagne. They got the uh, the Cavassier, the Bordeaux. Like it, it has to be from that particular region to be that type of wine, you know. But it's like they're just dicks. Yeah, but it's like, it's not misleading if you say, like, so call something a vegan sausage. It's like, I know that's not, like, if you put the modifier vegan in front of it, I know it's not made of animal. Like, that's fine. Also, like, what are they worried about? Are they worried that someone who has never tried sausage before is going to accidentally buy a vegan one and then it's going to tarnish the good reputation of sausage? The, fi- the <laughs> fine, fine reputation that all that grinded up organ meat in a in a butt casing has, has accumulated over the years. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, And the fines for it are almost $400,000. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I am curious to try some of these like closer to meat meat alternatives like i've had some good like seitan in the past it's like definitely not meat but it's also not bad yeah i I mean some of that stuff though like seitan um you know if if you season it like sausage then it's gonna taste kind of like sausage because 
I mean, sausage really doesn't have that much of a flavor until it's seasoned a little bit. Right. So, yes, but I also don't understand why you have to keep trying to make things taste like meat. Like, why can't they just be their own thing? Like, I've had black bean burgers before, which don't taste anything like meat, but they're still fucking delicious. Well, I think the the notion is that if you make something taste like meat, carnivore meat eaters like you and I will be more inclined to like, okay, well, I guess I'll eat this vegetable if it tastes like meat and it's not hurting animals. I guess I'll try that. But it's, yeah. But like, I, I don't that's... even buy shitty hamburger meat because if I'm going to eat red meat, I want it to be good red meat. Right. You know? And I'll just what if eat the... vegetables separately because I'm a grown ass person and I can do things like both eat meat and vegetables. So you're the complete opposite of my father. <laughs> Who I believe all he eats are cheeseburgers and bologna and cheese sandwiches. It's like, you know what? Keep, keep, keep making your vegetables. I'm fine with the scientists trying to make like vat grown meat that tastes like meat still. Cool. Right. I don't need it to be from an animal. Yeah. But right. vegetables just are never going to taste like meat. It's just, sorry. But what if they did? That means you've put a ton of like artificial chemicals and shit in it. Yeah, that, that's, I'm very curious how they got there. <laughs> Like, the steak one I saw, like, they even tried to get, like, the mouthfeel and, and texture of it. And it's like, that would, oh, it, it kind of weirds me out a little bit. That's, I am kind of like, I'm okay with vegetables just being vegetables. Yeah. Like, that's, I love vegetables. They're great. I just also really like meat. <laughs> <laughs> like it so much. Yeah. I did have a, this riblet, vegan riblet one time that was probably the grossest thing I've ever tasted in my life. Well, yeah, I mean, riblets are bad. <laughs> a vegan riblet sounds like a very shitty dog treat. <laughs> oh, I would have rather eaten my dog's food. I mean, the salmon yeah. and trout dry meal food over this fucking riblet. But anyways, what were we talking about? What I do don't you got? know. I think I remember eating a dog treat one time as a kid. and It was like pretty good yeah yeah those little uh milk bone ones mm-hmm, like a peanut butter milk bone yeah, yeah whatever they, i mean they tasted fine fuck with that um actually michael talking about dog treats reminds me of a thing i saw in atlanta this at this weekend that like bothered me but also like i thought it was kind of brilliant but i was mad at it when i saw it <laughs> like you were mad that you didn't think of it or you were just mad at the concept of it uh, mad at the concept of it okay. like so i was driving and i was uh ways took me like a weird way to get home and i, w- I went down the side street near a kind of new apartment complex and it had like a very small grass strip on the side and a like dog poop station like a little bag and then a trash can you okay. know standard thing yep but this one had a sign on it for uh it basically it had a warning to residents to pick up your poop <laughs> Or, like, basically, you'll be found by poopprints.com. <laughs> Naturally, I'm a curious boy. I wanted to know what poopprints.com yes, is. Yes, because it sounds like fingerprints, but of poo. Yeah. Based on that, would you care to guess, Give it, take a gander at what this might be? Well, I have heard in the past that, I don't know if it was, if it ever actually happened or if it was true, but people were talking about, like, a dog DNA test. That's exactly what it is. Hmm. So I looked it up. You have to first register your dog's DNA with a cheek swab with the apartment complex, who then sends it over to poop prints. And then if they collect any poop on the ground that matches your dog's DNA, you get fined or evicted. Okay, here's my question. 
do they swab the pet themselves? And what's to stop uh, me from bringing, like, what's to stop me from saying, okay, yeah, I have this dog. It's, you know, a 60-pound brown dog. And I bring Sora in to my apartment mm-hmm. complex. They swab her. You bring Staley in to your apartment complex and swab him. Now you can let Sora poop wherever the fuck she wants. Double switcheroo. She's the invisible pooper. Mm-hmm. She can go wherever she wants. What if I shit on the on the lawn? That's kind of what I was going to say is like I would actually just swab my asshole and like send it in. Like that's exactly all I would <laughs> but do. But then the one time you do shit on the floor. <laughs> oh, damn it. You <laughs> got me. Completely forgot about it. Jokes on them though. They did have to clean up my shit. So <laughs> it was you all along. You were the pooper. <laughs> it's the ghost pooper. Um but yeah, like I'm so like the cost of this. Mm-hmm. Rather than just like Buy a pooper scooper or like heaven forbid, pay the janitor a little bit more like to and like and I'll I'll say this too. I hate when people don't pick up their dog oh, yeah. shit. Like oh, yeah. my at my apartment complex, it's endemic. Like people let their dogs piss and shit in the hallways, which is horrible. <laughs> yes. But then like even outside, even though there are dog bags everywhere, there's just poop. It places riddled with dog shit. Yep. So I I hate it. But I'm also like, God, there's gotta be a fucking better or easier way than Although the website did say it saw up to a most most places saw an average of a ninety percent reduction in poop. So no, I mean, I look, I get that it would work, I do, but it's also kind of sad that it like comes to this. Like, right. what's just wrong with picking up your dog's poop? Like, yeah, I don't need my dog's like like butt DNA yeah. in like an NSA database. <laughs> right. Like, I don't need my dog on the fucking grid. Yeah, it's just kind of absurd that that we it's such a big problem. And you know, it's it's one thing like I'm actually my my big thing is I'm worried that one day I'm going to run out of bags, not realize yeah, oh, it. Oh yeah. Not yep. realize it or I'm going to use the last one and then Staley does a surprise second poop, you know, like he does. And Sora and then, sometimes gives me a third pooparoo. Oh, I usually God. go with two bags all the time and sometimes she just cranks out a third one mm-hmm. out of nowhere. How? <laughs> And it, and you're like, oh great! Now someone's gonna be watching me. You're gonna watch my dog shit. Watch me not pick it up because I don't have a bag. And like, I'm half a mile from my house. I'm never gonna find this poop again. Well, I mean, that, you're definitely off the you're off the radar. Who cares? <laughs> Unless it's a citywide dog DNA well, registry. Why, what's to stop it? You already have to get him registered for like rabies shots and stuff. Big big dog brother can fuck <laughs> off. No, thank you, man. It's only a matter of time. So for me, since Sora is mostly contained to the apartment complex, I am worried. So I usually try to bring my own bags, but they're out there. So I depend on the bags outside sometimes. Mm-hmm. And when I get out there and she's she's dropping one and I have no bags, there's none in the provided bag station. I'm screwed. You're going to have to now, pick it up with your hand and throw it at a Tim Hortons employee. <laughs> <laughs> Surely. I, I, I guess that wouldn't be the dog's problem at that point if I was throwing it at a tim horton's employee out of nowhere like it's like we're just gonna take you to jail where you got the poop is inconsequential um we're just gonna actually just take you directly to jail yeah but i mean you you would have to pick it up or you would be fined i i assume right a couple I hundred dollars picked up sora's poop with a handful of leaves one time oh yes yeah, yeah. Done, whatever I mean, it takes we've all had to do it but i've never done it barehanded no absolutely not um but would you no or would you just take the fine i'd take the fine or would you? Or I would like would find you, a whole bunch of like pine needles and just kick it on top of the poop and just like kind of lay a trap for someone. Or you take your own poop on top of that poop. Aha, uh-huh, uh-huh, double deck because they'll never take know. they'll take the DNA sample from the top. 
Yep. You got him. <laughs> They'll never know, <laughs> idiots. It's the perfect crime. You think Thor poops? Thor, oh, like God man. of Thunder. Yeah, I had this was a shower thought I had like earlier today. That's tough because like he's an alien god thing. He's a god. Yeah, like it, so it seems a little like unseemly for God to shit. But like if he Jesus existed, he had to shit, which means that God did shit. The thing is, though, Thor only had coffee the first time he came to Earth in Thor 1. He had never had coffee before, which or beer. makes me poop. Yeah. Well, he, you know, he had beer. They, they were, him and the Warriors 3 were drinking nonstop mm. in, in Asgard. But yeah, I had this shower thought mostly. So I thought about that mostly because of the scene of Thor drinking coffee the first time and then throwing his mug on the ground. It's like, hmm, I wonder if that made him poop. <laughs> um, and he was a human for the first time. So it was like, oh, shit. Maybe he had to poop for the very first time because he didn't have his cool Thor powers, and then he had to, he got everything that came along with being human. The Superman that must poop? have been what's that? The Superman poop? I don't think so because he gets his power from the sun, so he doesn't, doesn't eat. Doesn't need to eat, huh? He's like a plant. He's but just, like all the humans have to poop. All the human poop. Yeah, Captain America takes at least a, a solid number twosie mm-hmm. at least once a day. Stops Ooh, all the fighting. What about Black Panther though? Because he drinks the purple juice. Does that make him not have to poop? Maybe it might make him poop harder. Because mm. he's a superhuman. Like, yeah, he might just take world-ending dumps. <laughs> we know Drax poops because he claims that they're famously yep. large. Yep. I think Rocket poops. He's. Um, I mean, he's a rabbit. He just poops constantly. <laughs> he's just pooping, pooping constantly. Um. Yeah, I don't like. I'm. I don't curious. know about Thor because he's he looks human, obviously. Right, but again, he is a god. It seems like a little undignified. It does yeah? It's like Thanos probably doesn't poop. Probably just snaps his fingers, gets rid well, of now he gets does. rid of that one. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Doctor Strange doesn't have to poop. No, that gets mystically teleported directly out of he the. He just Harry Potter's into, that shit out of there. Yeah, to who to whomever it belongs to. <laughs> this is yours now. Let's see. Who who poops and who doesn't? That's what I need to know. We're solving a lot of Marvel mysteries on this show lately. Yeah. Does Spider-Man still have to poop? Because spiders don't poop. Do spiders not poop? Spiders must poop. <laughs> they, they eat things. Do. Well, spiders fart, right? We, we found that out in our does it fart. Uh Spiders have structures designed to get rid of nitrogenous waste. They are called malphilgian tubules. Nope, that's... What does spider poop look like? Thick liquid droppings from their anal opening. Gross. (laughs) Yuck. Okay, so Spider-Man does whatever this is. He doesn't poop anymore. (laughs) This horrible, horrible, disturbing. So it's, yeah, it's like... Hey, you have all of this great power. You can jump around. You can cling to buildings. But, ooh. You now poop horrible yeah. white globules. It's just glo- liquidy globules coming out of your butt constantly. Hey, can I say this? I'll take that trade off. That's fine. Yeah, Wait, probably. constantly? You said constantly. constantly <laughs> ooh, that's a rough one. You need that, uh, that new suit to just kind of compost that stuff for you. Yeah. So Thor poops. I think... <laughs> I think he does, but I don't. I don't know if it if it's like poop. I it think there's a comic. Different. There's definitely a comic book scene where uh, I think Spider Man walks out of a bathroom after pooping. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't think Thor poops. I'm gonna call it. Thor does not poop. Thor doesn't poop. All right, maybe he just poops lightning. 
That seems... And farts thunder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As yeah, he's in there, he's like, I am the god of thunder! And then it all just comes pouring out of him. Just blasting out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, did, I have searched for does Thor poop, and I'm just finding out a lot of people... One, have named their rabbits Thor, and then two, have been posting about their rabbits' excretory habits on just, like, rabbithome.org.uk, <laughs> like, forums. Thor as a name for a rabbit. Interesting. Yeah. But why? How, how do you think you get to the point in your life where you're posted about your, like, rabbit shit habits on a, on a public forum? Just, like, out of the blue. I always wonder that whenever I search for literally anything... Like you come across this forum word that is a hundred percent dedicated to no matter what you're searching for. Here's Thor. Here's the thread title: Thor's poop (parentheses update 10, 10 slash two perfect poo). So this is not the first thing they've not the first time they've posted about Thor's <laughs> Thor the rabbit's Just shit. Giving you a good update about Thor's shit. Like, what is there to update about a fucking rabbit poop? It's like a little tiny like chocolate chip all the time. Um, yeah, but it's a perfect one this time. Uh, so that's good. Um, the three new buns, Thor, Sky, and Loki have been settling in. Uh, however, Thor's not so good. His digestive system does not appear to cope with the changes. While there are lots of normal poos, there have been some squishy ones too. Oh, a squishy rabbit poo? Like a melted M&M? Yeah, gross. Anyway, Michael, do you have any fun (laughs) stories for me? Because this one's very bad. Speaking of squishy ones. Oh, God. Uh, did you know that there are, are a lot of scientists? A lot. Like, I can't even enumerate how many scientists there are. That's, I feel like you have an exact number that you're just not telling me right now. <laughs> that say that octopuses are aliens from space that arrived to Earth on icy bodies. Okay. I have two thoughts. Mm-hmm. One, I'm going to say it's a pretty low number of scientists that you're bringing to the table for this one. <laughs> two, I kind of see their point. It's 33? Uh-huh. But That's enough. Enough for this guy. Right? I mean, how many scientists do you need? Really? Right. What's the threshold for good science? I mean, Albert Einstein was just one dude. That's just one asshole on it with a whiteboard. Yeah, and we just just like, oh, yeah, cool. You know, all the stuff you said is right. Yeah, relatively dope. Love that. Mm-hmm. You know, Watson and Crick are only two people. They found fucking DNA. Yeah. And now I use that to uh, poop type my dog. So <laughs> exactly. Look, look how far those guys came. Imagine what thirty-three people could do. The they could prove that octopuses are aliens. So how are they? How are they? Because uh, I mean, one, one. I'll say this. I get it. Because mm-hmm. they look fucking weird as fuck. Yeah, I mean, basically the the paper the study is like, hey, have you seen octopuses? Hmm. Compelling, compelling scientific so, evidence. Um, and the, I mean, they cite a lot of interesting works, other works to kind of like propel their science forward. Now, all of the other works they cite are their own. Okay. So it's like a recursive citing, but it is other stuff. A little stuff. bit of circular scientific yeah, reasoning. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I assume this is a lot of Tumblr and live journal <laughs> they're citing. Like, Hey, look at this freaky squid. I think it's an alien. Checks out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Got a couple of retweets. Apparently, it's part true. of a larger theory of uh, panspermia. Sure, um, life life here came from elsewhere. Exactly, kind of like the the um, the aliens. Um, what was it, Prometheus? 
Yeah. I don't know. I slept through that one. It got scary and I went to sleep. <laughs> but yeah, basically they say that like possibly when the dinosaurs went extinct with the, the giant meteor, the, the meteor might have brought some alien DNA that helped. So we're saying the that a well, so, so we're saying that meteor takes out the good dinos mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on that meteor just flying through space was an octopus just chilling and just he crash landed in the ocean and still around today yeah and he is like okay this is my thing now i like this yeah i, I need mean, to make do. a lot of babies i mean when when you think about when you see like x-men not x-men when you see x-files and uh-huh. they have the grays walking around they kind of look like octopus. Their big ass stupid heads look exactly like octopus heads. But like, can I say that? But octopuses are so much like squishier. They can like go through like the tiniest little holes and stuff. That shit, not- that stuff does freak me out. Like a like massive, massive octopus squeezing through like a small like deck hole on yeah. a boat is freaky deaky. Um, like that's not ooh. that's not fucking animal or human. That's no, just something different. <laughs> Oh, whoa. Mm-hmm. I don't like this that I'm just reading. Uh, so on Tech Times, uh, you know what? If anything, this lends credence to this very good, very, very back theory, Michael. Um, apparently, octopuses and squids can rewrite their own genes. See? What? That's How? just not. Wait, what do you mean rewrite their own genes? Like, you could just be like, I'm not, I'm not a green octopus anymore. I'm a red octopus now so that i mean that does so they can do their camouflage stuff yeah um but apparently i think they can quickly kind of rewrite the rna in certain cells to like adapt to new environments very quickly uh so they can produce they can rewrite their own rna to produce new specific proteins okay so i mean it's not that much different than like what we're trying to do with stem cells right we're like right but they can do it on the fly on their own one off like they have a crispr machine in their fucking dome just go rewriting shit on the fly like that that doesn't seem fair no man but <laughs> that could that be how they so picked tasty, the world though? cup winners so good oh they they rewrote their rna to become fortune tellers that makes sense they should rewrite their rna to, to not be so tasty so we don't keep eating them yeah their very good legs are very tasty when you grill them yeah oh yeah mm-hmm I'd be kind of mad if they did that, though. I'm just saying that this this article says 33 scientists put forth this theory, and they only have a quote from one scientist saying that it's bullshit. So, like, 33 to 1, Yeah. I mean, who are you going to believe? That's global warming numbers right there, Claire. <laughs> you know? How many scientists is enough, if we had to put a number on it? Um, And I realize that, like, 33 scientists say vaccines cause autism while, like, 99.9% of the rest of them say they don't. So I don't want to lend too much credence to these shitheads, but it's funny. <laughs> but here's the thing is like these 33 scientists have said that they definitely are aliens. And mm-hmm. how many scientists have said that like octopus aren't aliens? I've never heard a scientist come out on the news and say I've heard lots of scientists come out and say vaccines do not cause autism. True. Right. We don't have evidence. No one. No one is just one person. No one's brave enough to yeah. go out and say it. I'm just saying, if if octopuses aren't aliens, you should tell us they? that. Yeah. Someone needs to definitively say no. They're just fucking cephalopods. Where is Where is Neil deGrasse Tyson? Oh to pedantically boy, that guy. Tell me that not only are not, octopuses not aliens, the term aliens is actually a misnomer for blah 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 blah. 
Technically, the movie Alien should not be titled Aliens because the word alien means... Fuck you, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I do kind of like that there's a, like, kind of social media, like, undercurrent of people just, like, waiting a long, long time to dunk on Neil deGrasse Tyson. Even Netflix? Yeah, like, Netflix waited five years to dunk on him, like, complaining that a movie wasn't on Netflix. Uh, and then they saved the tweet and circled back and were like, hey, Neil. <laughs> yeah, it's on there now so you can go ruin it for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it was Armageddon was oh, finally yeah. <laughs> on. Yeah. Um, like, I didn't like Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he did some he did some great stuff, but, like, he does mistake, like, pedantic thoughts for actual intelligent thoughts. Right. Where it's like, oh, cool, you pointed out the, you know, the small error in this thing. That doesn't make you a scientist. It makes you a fucking killjoy. Yeah. I can't remember. Did we talk about this a couple weeks ago where, like, he was talking about polio, the vaccine? Like, the word awesome? No, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, like, people who are just, like, pedantic wisdom, just, like, 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 (laughs) uh, I think he, he tweeted, like, a month and a half ago, just, like, Back in my day, we used to reserve the word awesome for things like landing on the moon or curing polio, uh, not for like an Instagram post. I was like, first of all, fuck you. <laughs> Second of all, there is no cure for polio, so you're wrong. Also, he tweeted that four separate times. Like he just keeps coming back. He's like the opposite of Elon Musk searching for that. <laughs> he doesn't Rococo's even search for basilisk. his own tweets. Yeah, he didn't even search for his own dumb tweets. Yeah, and we used to call fucking like neon bike shorts rad but right. you know i'm still gonna use rad for other stuff like all the time yeah it's rad as hell. i mean we changed the what words mean sorry you also used like words like shiver me timber no no <laughs> yep words like shiver me timbers neil i couldn't think of any like old timey exclamations i mean you you nailed it you did <laughs> that's, it that's S- a little bit more old yeah i just what did they say all, in old timey days G Willikers? G G Golly. G Golly Willikers. Beave. <laughs> Crikey. It's just like, how does he find time to be a scientist and refute people who are like the 33 dickheads who are like, you know what? He should answer is this Thor poop or not. He like, pr- I want a scientific answer. He probably would, but it would be, it, it like, sounds like it would be exciting to hear him do that, and then y- yeah, he would do bad. it, and you'd be like, how did you make that fucking boring? Yeah, damn it, you did it. Like, you did such a great job on the cosmos, but why Why can't you just tweet normal? <laughs> be like, yeah, Thor does poop, but actually he couldn't throw a hammer hard enough for him to be able to fly, so, um, you know, incorrect. Yeah, you can't use your own momentum to throw yourself forward or some shit. I hate you, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> just, just dunking. Why are we dunking on Neil deGrasse Tyson? I don't know. And, we, and you know what? We haven't even mentioned his vest. <laughs> just, he, he, take that, Neil. <laughs> We're actually, you know what's going to happen is somebody's going to like, somebody's going to like at him about, about our him. show. And then he's going to get on and be like, actually, it's not trends in low places because the trends are in the same places they always are. They're on the computer, which is actually at a normal eye level. <laughs> Nailed it. You got his voice down. You got his stupid <laughs> ideas down. Yep. You did it. Yeah, I'm going to add him. At me, Neil. At me, Neil. Please. 
We please, need the visibility. Please, for the, Neil, I love you. Please, please sue us, Mr. <laughs> Mr. DeGrasse Tyson. Do you have any shower thoughts? I do. I just found one that I don't... I think we might have to decipher this one together as a team. Oh, okay. Yes. This is from Steve Crow on on Twitter. Water is to the metric system as peanut butter is to the English system. Hashtag shower thoughts. Okay. So water... It's a metric system. Okay, so water is easy to drink, Uh and the metric system is easy to absorb. Drink. Drink. Drink, yep. Whereas peanut Mm -hmm. butter and the imperial system are not as easy to Hmm. drink. It'd be very hard to drink peanut butter. If you put the English system in your dog's mouth, it looks like they're talking. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. You can drown water. Oh, here we go. Water in the metric system, bland, but life-giving. Mm-hmm. Peanut butter, pretty fucking rad, but very sticky and kind of uh, <laughs> takes some work to get through. <laughs> okay, okay. Water, metric system, system gets better the more shit you put into it, like Desi and mm-hmm. Hexy and shit mm-hmm. like that. English system, peanut butter, just needs a friend. You can, a jam. You can only add so many things yeah. to the peanut butter. Um. Because you have to jam the English system up everyone else's ass. <laughs> Although you can't jelly it up there, peanut butter and jelly, not peanut butter and jam. Hmm. What's that one the didn't work What's out. the joke? What's the joke where it's like, what's the difference between jam and jelly? I can't jelly my can't jelly my English. <laughs> I can't jelly my English system up your ass. <laughs> I've never tried one. to jelly my dick into this jar of peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. How about this? Water metric system. You don't want it, but you know it's good for you. And you you probably have to use it a little bit just to stay alive. Mm-hmm. Peanut butter, rad as hell. Everyone loves it. Want to put that in my mouth and on everything I eat. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But see, like water, you can break down into hydrogen and oxygen. You know those things, right? Mm-hmm. Just like Simple you know, components. you know, if you take a, a meter and you can divide it up and it just becomes millimeters and centimeters and whatever. Sure. Math checks out. Like, what do you do if you, like, when you break down pounds? Like, what's below that? There's, like, stones. Yeah, shit, just like peanut butter. Like, what else is in peanut butter? You know, there's peanuts, and then there's usually salt and probably some oil, but then there's all this other shit in there. Like, what? I can't, I can't break that out. I can't separate I can't, that out. I can't do it. No matter how much I cook peanut butter, it doesn't, like, steam of fucking salt doesn't come out. Shouldn't it, though? I can't ever get, I can't ever get back to its parts. Because no one knows what a fucking stone is. What even is a stone? <laughs> God. Well, Michael, I think that's going to do it for us this week on Trends of the Places. What the fuck is a slug? Did you know that was an English unit? No. Yeah. What? A slug. What? It's a unit of weight. Even, I don't care. Of mass, I think, actually. Not weight. Because pounds are weight. Oh, God. We, you fi- you finally gave Neil deGrasse Tyson a flaw to rip apart in this show, you fool. <laughs> Damn it. He's going to come for us so hard. Fuck. Well, Michael, it's been lovely talking with you. Everyone, if you like this show, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com. Uh, we occasionally put up blog posts, and do I we? am committing do myself to have a, a brand new site with some new content up in two weeks, Michael. It's going to be great. Two and weeks? Have- you're gonna have to help me with it. All right, yeah, no, I got because I can't. Let's I can't do, do all that. It's gonna be. It's gonna be great. We're gonna Everyone's be content gonna love it. Content creators, content 
creators. Uh, so be, be on the lookout for that. Uh, so you can find out more information there. Uh, you can also find out about our sister show, Longest Days of Our Lives, in which Michael and I and our good friend Curtis, we are watching every single episode of the hit 2000s uh, TV show 24. We had another episode come out earlier this week. Uh, basically, I just walk everyone through minute by minute. Michael and I have seen the show before. Curtis never has. Um, so it's really just us making fun of that very stupid show. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we have a good time. Uh, so Michael, how else can people help us out? Um, well, you can help us out by listening to me explain what a slug is. A slug is defined as the mass that is accelerated by one foot per second squared when one force of one pound is exerted on it. One slug has a mass of 32.174 or 14.5939 kilograms based on standard gravity, the international foot, and the avoir du poids pound. Oh my god, I, you put me to sleep. What is that? That Just go kilogram, <laughs> you dicks. Fuck. <laughs> You can also help us out by uh, finding us on your favorite podcast app by searching for Trends in Low Places or Longest Days of Our Lives if you want that one as well. Um, And when you do, please slap that subscribe button. Just slap Slap it. it. Um, And please give us a rating. And if you have a few minutes, give us a review, uh, especially if you listen to us on iTunes. Poor favor. Um, You can also find us on... Uh, all of the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at T-I-L-P-Cast, TILPCAST, um, or by searching for Trends in Low Places. And, uh, you know, hit that retweet button, hit that share button. Um, you know, tell all your friends all about us. Uh, you know, that's how we grow is from word of mouth. And uh, we really appreciate you guys guys sticking in there with us. Yeah, and uh, I forgot to mention this. You can also, if you want to send us a message or send us a story or have a message read to another listener, um, you can shoot us an email at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. We read everything we get, and we love to hear from our fans. So, Michael, have any closing thoughts for me? Yeah, I have a, I have, a, I have an FML for okay, us. Okay, hit me. Today, I discovered the reason my 12-year-old brother has been anxious and afraid of cops for the last six months. My crazy oh mutter... Mutter? A crazy mother crazy matter. convinced him that porn is illegal and comes with a death penalty. She did the same thing to me when I was his age. FML. I know that life, kid. Mm. Shit. Although he's 12 and he's just now discovered porn or he just didn't discover it was illegal until he was 12. I think that's probably the yeah. I guess that's true. Is he like like trying to uh, did he do the thing where they do on Mr. Robot where like pulls out his hard drive and like drills into it? Just lights everything on straight. fire. This is for your own good, before the NSA hunts you down. (laughs) Well, Michael, it's been lovely talking with you, buddy. Love you. Love you, too. Toodles. Toodles.